everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Dorenda Wilson podcast. I'm Dorenda Wilson. I'm married to Daryl, and we have been married for 32 years. We have eight kids, 17 to 30. We have seven grandkids, and we've been homeschooling for over 26 years. Uh, Some of you are new um, to listening to the podcast and maybe haven't heard that I have a few books that I've written. The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling. You can find that on Amazon or at my website, DorindaWilson.com. Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, 31 Days in God's Word. This is a devotional based on a lot of the scriptures that God brought me back to over and over again over those many years of homeschooling and raising our kids. And I love uh, to take passages rather than just a verse, because then we get the, the verse in context and the principle in context. And um, these passages are ones that the Lord just really showed me uh, application towards motherhood and homeschooling. So if you haven't checked out that devotional, I would encourage you to do that. It's also on Amazon and my website. And lastly, my most recent publication through Zondervan was the four-hour school day back in June of 2021, how you and your kids can thrive in the homeschool life. Uh, homeschooling is one of the single best decisions my husband and I ever made um, by God's grace. And it has been the thing that has helped build a very strong, cohesive family. And I really believe that the family is an integral part of a solid society. When the family begins to fray, society begins to fray. And this is what we're seeing all around us. God instituted the family before he even instituted the church. So the family is important to God. And so I think that it's a wonderful reminder that this job that we're doing at home as we're raising our kids and homeschooling them um, is an important job to God as well. Uh, He values it greatly, even though our culture doesn't. And that is something that he just brought back to me over and over and over again through all those years of raising and homeschooling our kids. And so um, today I'm just, the title of the podcast, uh, if I don't change it, (laughs) is Can I Just Be Real? Because I love getting on here and encouraging you all in homeschooling and um, principles in God's word and how those apply to motherhood and homeschooling. But I think sometimes there can be this sort of, um, this idea that is conveyed that, um, you know, I have the answers, I have it together. I know most people know better than that, but I'm just going to tell you straight up, I don't have all the answers and I don't know everything. Um, But I will say that God has given me a lot of wisdom over the years simply because I asked him for it. Um, It was his grace and his mercy that was poured out on me because I humbled myself before the Lord and asked for that wisdom. And that's the wisdom that I try to share with you through this podcast. Um, Again, I don't, I don't want to claim that, you know, you know, I'm, I'm some wise sage, but I will say that, you know, the scripture talks about um, older women um, encouraging the younger women to be busy at home, to love their husbands and their children. And that's really what I feel like is my main mission through this podcast. And so sometimes I feel like 
that means that I just have to be real with you and tell you what's been going on in my own life. You know, um, I don't ever try to give the impression that um, my life is perfect. My life is great. It really, really is. It is not perfect. And particularly over the last few years, it's been, I've, I've really had some struggles. And so I'm going to just sort of update you a little bit with the intention of encouraging you, because I want you to know that every one of us is struggling in one way or another. And specifically over this last year and a half, I'm sorry, I feel like I've been hit by a bus. And I'm pretty sure the rest of you do too. And I really try not to talk about what's going on in the world because I really do think it's important for us as moms to stay focused on what God has in front of us at home. And I will continue to do that because I believe that is our highest calling and actually one of the most effective things that we can do to bring change is to raise godly children who fear the Lord and who are walking with Him. The kind of impact that that will have on the culture and on society is um, cannot be underestimated. But I'm going to say, you know, if if you think that what's been going on in the world, you know, I've sort of been... I don't want you to get the impression that I've been sort of like um, unaffected by it. Oh my goodness, no. It has deeply affected me. I have gone in and out of a lot of anxiety, a lot of, um, you know, trying to control something in my heart and mind about what's going on, tried to uh, become active to a certain degree. And I think there's some good in that. Um, But at the end of the day, uh, I will say that these events that are happening are just that. They are events. And God is sovereign over the events that are happening around us. And every now and then he may call us to, you know, do something or say something and we're obedient when we, you know, when he calls us to that. But our greatest calling is to raise these children for the Lord. Never lose sight of that. If we look back over history, um, the church has remained, um, the remnant has remained faithful to do the duties that God has called her to do. So for a mom, when it comes to biblical duties, our duties, our main duties lie at home. And so the difference between events and duties are events are things we don't have control over. God is sovereignly ordaining. And then the duties that he's put in front of us is the good work that he has given us as moms right in front of us. This work he has right in front of you is absolutely essential. Yes, it is a tiny little part of a very big picture because God is God and he's the one who's weaving these events together like he always has throughout history. Um, But we're called to be a part of that. And that part, I believe, as believing moms, is this life we live at home with our families, loving our husbands, loving our children, being busy at home. This is a good thing. I've actually been revisiting the art of homemaking. um, And I'm not talking about Martha Stewart. I'm talking about um, just an engaged heart and a leading of the Holy Spirit in 
everything that I'm doing at home, whether that's fixing meals or cleaning, whatever God is calling me to that day, I want to be found faithful to do it with joy. And He is the one who gives me joy. I can do the duties and not have the joy, but God, because of God, because of Jesus, because um, He is Lord of my life, He enables me to have joy and to find satisfaction and contentment in these duties that I am um, tending to each day. Even as a mom who has only two kids left at home, um, I am finding myself turning back towards home. So let let me just back up a little bit remind you of my background in case you don't know. Um, I spent well over two decades at home completely focused on raising and homeschooling our kids. We lived out in the country, so we didn't have the opportunity to be involved in a lot of things. Although we got out, we had friends over, we went with friends, we, you know, our kids were involved in a, in a, you know, co-op type of thing once a week. And so we had that kind of thing in our rhythm or that sort of as part of our rhythm, but mostly we spent our time at home as a family. And I can tell you right now that that is where God has done such a massive sanctifying work in my own life as I tended these eight children and raising them and homeschooling them and loving my husband and um, just trying to be obedient to the Lord with with the simple duties that He gave me at home. And I can tell you, I have found so much joy in those duties. Those places are the places where God has met me in such a real and powerful way. And so I just want to encourage you that this homemaking thing isn't just about, oh gosh, I'm doing the same thing every day. Yeah, you are. But every time you do it, It brings glory to God, specifically when our hearts are turned towards the Lord and we're doing it as unto Him. Every single thing we do counts. And you know what was really great about it? There was something so special about having nobody else see it. Nobody else know about it. It wasn't being dangled out there on social media, no pictures, nothing. It was just me at home with my children and the Lord and my husband. And yes, it was lonely sometimes. Yes, I struggled at times. I can't even tell you how deeply I struggled, but I can honestly tell you that that, those are the sweetest years of my life. And so I just want to encourage you with that. So that's a little bit of my background. I never, ever set out to be an author or a speaker. In fact, I'm kind of uncomfortable with all the promotion that has to happen with the launching of a book, all the promotion that has to happen when you're speaking at conferences, because in my heart of hearts, I'm still that mom at home. I'm still that mom at home that, you know, if I were the person listening on the other end or seeing me on social media, I I sometimes cringe because I think, oh my gosh, you know, I don't want any mom to think that what I'm doing, speaking and writing, is just so, you know, fabulous and wonderful. Can I just say it's not? Like, it's a blessing to be able to speak to moms at conferences, but that's what I love about it is the moms. I love talking to the moms and knowing that I've I've somehow instilled by God's grace um, courage into their hearts to keep doing what they're doing. That's why I do what I do. Um, Speaking itself is not, 
I can honestly say like going to these, going to big events and things like that, it drains me. It really drains me. I love being at home. I love being in um, with my family. And um, I love writing. I will honestly say that I love that because I can hide in my she shed or out in my backyard or in my house, or sometimes I even go to an Airbnb if I need to get a bunch of writing done at once, like I did with my book. And that was really, it was really good. It, that that was hard work because I had a goal that I had to reach. But I do love writing um, because it's slow and it's unhurried. And, and it's something that you know, I can write from my heart and from what I feel like God is speaking to my heart. And uh, when I speak, I also try to speak that way. But I would say that uh, people say you're either a speaker who writes or a writer who speaks. And I would call myself a writer who speaks. Um, Speaking doesn't fit me like a glove. Um, I do it. And, you know, you know, like I said, I enjoy connecting with the moms and all that, but it's really uh, the whole um, going, you know, traveling and all that is really stressful for me. And um, I say all that to say this, uh, this last year, you know, I launched a book with a publisher for the first time. My other books were self-published, so I could sort of take that sort of unhurried, slower approach that I like to take. I like to be thoughtful and unhurried throughout my days. And that doesn't mean that some days aren't really productive and that I'm not going from one thing to the next. But I really, um, God's really called me to embrace a lifestyle of, you know, yes, you may have a day like that, but then give yourself some margin and some time to think and to pray and to process. And I maybe I'm just a slow processor. I don't know. I just know I just need quiet time with the Lord. I need time with my husband. I need time to interact with my family in a not hurried way. And when I overload my schedule, I don't have time for that. And so last year when I launched the book, there were a lot of things that I had to do in order to, you know, do the checklist that the publishing company was wanting me to do. And they were very gracious. Like if I had told them, I can't do it this way, I need to do it a different way. They would have been fine with that. Um, but it was what I knew was get out there, speak at these conferences, and that'll help get your book out. So I just, you know, I said yes to pretty much everybody who asked me. And uh, my husband was on board too. So I did have his, you know, approval on all of that. Um, but, you know, fast forward, I made it through all of that, launched the book. Um, our son got married. Um, we had a new grandbaby. Oh, and previous to that, throughout all the book, the finishing of the book writing and then the book launch, we had a foster son, which is not something that I ever planned to do. But I believed, uh, my husband and I really believed we were supposed to take this young man in. Um, it was incredibly stressful. I, I can't even tell you how stressful that time was. And um, it, it it didn't end real well. And so that was something I had to navigate and process and pray through. I believe we were supposed to do it. I believe God called us to do it. And uh, my hope is that we made an investment there that eventually will bear fruit. But it was uh, disappointing to say the least and somewhat devastating um, just because I'm a very relational person and uh, we took this young man in as our own. And uh, just some of the 
the inability on his part to receive the love, um, to be able to settle into that kind of um, loving family was just nearly impossible for him because, you know, anybody who's fostered children understands what I'm saying. Um, But anyway, all that to say, it was his his choice to go and he went. And um, so all that to say, fast forward to uh, just about month ago and uh, I crashed and burned hard and um, praise God he gave me the strength to do everything that I needed to do and our son's wedding was beautiful and wonderful and it went very smoothly and we had lots of company and it was great to be with all all of them but when it was all over you know how your body just kind of knows okay we're done we can let down and boy howdy did it let down big time And it really brought me to a place of recalibrating and regrouping and just saying, okay, God, I need wisdom. I need to know what is this season of life supposed to look like? You know, with most of our kids grown, uh, the culture tells us that um, when they're grown and they're gone, your job is pretty much done. You go do your thing and they do their thing. And um, I don't, at least for us, I don't believe that's right. Um, biblically speaking, even, because the Bible talks about in Deuteronomy, this is a verse that actually um, helped my husband and I decide that we would homeschool our kids and and really choose to disciple them at home. And that was that that scripture passage that talks about, you know, uh, remembering God's principles and taking them and passing them on to your children. But it wasn't just your children. It says, and your grandchildren. So I've been pondering, I've been pondering for a while, what does this new season look like? My husband and I have been making it a matter of prayer. And as I've gone through the book launch and all that burnout and just all the things, I was doing a lot of things that I felt like I should do, not necessarily things that I felt like for absolute sure God was leading me to do. So that led to burnout, which again, I believe God is sovereign over that. And um, it was, so he's brought me to a time of really honing in, Lord, what do you want? He wanted me to listen, um, to continue to pray as I had been, but now to start to listen even more intently and more carefully, because trust me, when you're burnt out, there's not a whole lot else you can do. So I think about it like this. The Lord sort of brought this analogy to mind. Um, you are going into a new season, so there are is some rewiring that needs to happen. There's some good wiring there. There's a lot of good wiring there, but there's some elements of the wiring that needs to be redone. Now, when you rewire a house, you actually have to cut the power off before you can do the rewiring. And so God was saying, Dorenda, um, I'm cutting off the power. No energy for you. Um, You know, you're just going to, we're just going to, we're going to go with this, this crash and burn thing right now. So we can, I can cut off the power and then we can rewire you and then we'll put the power, we'll will turn the power back on. And so I'm in the midst of rewiring. That's where I am right now. Um, God is showing me slowly, what does it look like to invest in our family during this stage of life? And one of the things that um, he affirmed over and over again and in several different ways was to do a Sabbath dinner. So on Saturday evening, I do a dinner and we invite, um, we've got three of our kids are married here locally. So we invite each 
over each week. So that that's three weeks out of the month. And then the fourth week um, is sort of, we have options. We can invite another couple from the church. We can have all of our family over. We can invite, um, uh, you know, other anybody else over that we would want to for that dinner for that particular night. So that covers every month. So every month, at least once, we are connecting with our grown children and their spouses and their children, if they have any, um, very much on a personal level. So I get out, um, I bought some new dishes. They're they're my everyday dishes, but they're pretty enough to be using on Sabbath. And I don't feel the need to be all Martha Stewart about it. It's just something that I felt like I could do and I wanted to do. There was a desire there. So I'm not doing anything that I don't feel led to do. Um, and I'm trusting God for the strength to 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 pull this off each week. Um, I, I use one of my, you know, a clean tablecloth. I didn't buy a special one, but I might at some point put some sort of seasonal decoration in the middle, just some votive candles and some leaves, you know, just simple. And then set my table, um, have some candles and fix the meal that they request. What's their favorite meal? So we, I, I'm basically asking, because uh, we're just starting this, I've asked, you know, the, the, in for in each couple for each couple I've asked like you know my son and daughter-in-law asked my son what's your favorite meal and he he picked you know some poor man's meal that we used to eat all the time which was a uh, split pea soup he has so many memories associated with it and so you know and he wanted yeast rolls and he wanted salad and he wanted a, a certain kind of cake with and I was like great I will do all of that so that's what I've been doing um on Saturday evenings and um in in I it's really next to going to church it's like the second most important thing that I do every week and I as I'm fixing the food I'm praying over the people you know whoever it is we're going to be eating with and and I take my time to prepare the food um and just that preparation and taking the time to plan and prepare there's there's something that is connecting me to when the kids were all home. And being in a new season like this can really mess with your identity. Um, you know, I was very disciplined. You know, I got up, I, I did, you know, I was disciplined with these kids for all these years to raise them and to love them and to keep relationships with them and to invest in them and all of that. And now we're in a place where that's, you know, it's slowed down. They're not here all the time, but I'm learning what it looks like in this season is, is for me to be available, that my husband and I need to be available, not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, and spiritually for our adult children. And that's one of the ways that we're investing in them is that they know that they can call us anytime and we will have the bandwidth to pray with them, to give them good, godly, biblical counsel. If my schedule is overrun by all kinds of other things, I am not going to have what it takes to do that. And getting a little bit older, you don't have the energy you used to have, um, a lot of the work that I'm doing now is uh, mental energy and and spiritual energy and emotional energy. And so I have to make sure that I'm keeping margin in my days as an older mom so that 
I have that space for my kids or not just my kids, but other people as well. Other people who are needy, um, who might need to meet with me or might need to talk. Or, you know, I just had a conversation with a very sweet friend. It was random. And, uh, you know, we didn't plan to have this conversation over Voxer, but I was able to give her a lot of encouragement. And I wouldn't have had that had I been pushing myself still continuing to push myself. And so the Lord is slowly restoring my strength and energy. But in that process, he's really tuning me into what does it look like to listen to the Holy Spirit throughout the day? So all those years raising the kids required me to be quite disciplined. I had to pretty much get up at the same time every morning. I had a schedule and a routine and a rhythm that I tried to to keep with the kids. And I was disciplined in that. And now I'm in a season where That part isn't as intense, but there are other parts that are, uh, you know, more intense. My need to keep that margin that I mentioned and be led by the Lord throughout the day so that I have the time and the space because only he knows when those needs are going to come up, right? So if I get up in the morning and something isn't working out or I'm feeling stressed about doing A, B, and C, I need to listen to that. Maybe that's the Holy Spirit redirecting so that I have what it takes for this thing that's going to come up that um, I won't be ready for if I have too many things that I have to do on my schedule, too many things that are time sensitive. So that's kind of what this new season is looking like for me. And that might be helpful to those of you who are listening who still maybe have a couple of kids left at home and you're transitioning into this new season and you're wondering, what does this look like? I'm just telling you what I'm learning in the moment, um, in, in real time, because God is so faithful. So one of the things that the Lord has brought to my mind is this. He said, Dorinda, you did all the speaking things last year. And I'm not saying to you moms that I'm not going to be at conferences this year, but I'm weighing very, very carefully and definitely weighing on the side of um, possibly hitting the pause button for this year. I've got two events planned and that's it for now. And I'm perfectly content if that's all I have. Um, I'm just going to depend on the Lord to give me direction and wisdom as to whether I should be at anything else, because my main focus right now is letting God rewire what he needs to rewire. And I want to make sure that I am giving him ample time and space to do that. Um, And this, again, is why this message of unhurried and slowing down has just been a message that has resonated with me from way back in the day when I first started parenting. Um, God has continued to bring that message home to me. He's continued to teach me that lesson in every season of life. So I just want to encourage you in that as well. I mean, obviously, your hands are busy if you have little ones at home, but it's really about the heart. Is your heart not panicked? Is your heart resting in Him? There's a scripture in Isaiah that talks about in quietness and trust um, is your salvation. I, I can't remember the whole thing, but it it it, it speaks to slowing down. Um, I'm going to see if I can look it up real quickly. Um, in sorry, guys, I'm going to just look it up. Quietness. And peace. Okay. It would help if I wasn't in airplane mode. (laughs) Right? Um, All right. Give me just a second. I really want to read this to you. So um, 
here it is. Okay. Here it is. This is what I love about the internet. This is what the sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says, in, in repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. Wow. That's a powerful verse. Um, so, and I, and I can really, it really resonates with me because in repentance and rest is your salvation. I've been doing a lot of repenting lately because as the Lord has been rewiring, I've been seeing some, he's been revealing some things about my own heart. I've asked him to do that. I'm like, Lord, show me my own heart. How do I navigate this new season? Not just with my family, but with, but with what is going on in the, in the world. Give me discernment. Show me what is good so that I can share what you show me with the, the moms that I'm mentoring here on the podcast. And so what the Lord recently showed me in terms of the podcast was he, he, he said to me, Dorinda, yes, I, I blessed what went on last year. This is a new year and a new season. And um, I, he wanted me to look at where is he blessing Instead of trying to do all the things, which I'm not called to do all the things, none of us are, he's calling me to say, where do you see my blessing? And where I'm really seeing the blessing is here on the podcast. Um, Literally since the beginning of the year, the podcast has more than doubled. So last I checked, we were at 46,000 downloads per month. You guys, that is not me. I haven't promoted it. I haven't... um, I don't have sponsors. This is a ministry. This is a place where I feel very called to share what God lays on my heart with you. And that's what I've tried to do all along. But given the current climate of what's going on in our culture, I think moms are feeling fearful. I think we're feeling unsure. Do we keep doing the same things we've always been doing? Do we need to change anything? And so all of the unpredictability, unpredictability brings anxiety, okay? So what we want to do is plant our feet firmly on the solid truths of God's word. And so my hope and prayer is as the Lord brings those truths to my heart, because I have so much that I want to talk to you about, so many things that I want to share with you that God has taught me over the years, but I want to be led by the Lord in what it is exactly he wants me to share from week to week. In order to do that, I have to slow down. I have to spend time with him. I have to be prayerful and thoughtful. And so that's why, um, all that to say, that's why I believe he has me in this place is um, he wants me to do just that. He wants my focus to be um, I, I, he wants me to ve- be very intentional about where I'm putting my energy and time. And this podcast is one of the places I feel strongly to share um, what God lays on my heart. So I've done this in the past, and so I'm going to pick it back up again, um, only with um, even more prayer and intention. So my plan at this point, what I feel like the Lord is telling me to do is to share truths um, in a podcast from week to week. This could be something about homeschooling. This could be something about, um, you know, motherhood, about, you know, our own hearts, um, whatever he, wherever he leads. And then the other podcast is going to be a short 
devotional podcast where I am taking a passage of scripture. Um, Many of you have read my book, The um, Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, which is the devotional that I wrote where I take passages of scripture and apply them to motherhood and homeschooling. And so I want to do the same thing, only do it here on the podcast. So once a week, you're getting kind of like a regular 20 to 30 minute podcast like the normal ones that I would do. And then the other one will be a little shorter and just something for you to chew on and meditate on. Um, Because I really, I really believe that the times that we are living in are calling us to plant our, our feet on solidly on God's word. We need good theology. Okay. A lot of people say, you know, moms will say, I'm not a theologian. You know what? We are all theologians because we are all living out what we believe is true about God, whether we're thinking about it or not. And so my prayer for you is that you will hear and learn and set your heart to learn what is really true about God and to believe it and to walk in it at home, to apply it within the four walls of your home. There is no place right now that's more important for you to walk out good theology than within the walls of your own homes. Um, And this is something I really want to be talking about a lot is the value of the work that you're doing at home. I'm not sure exactly I'm still praying about it. God, it's definitely on my heart. I don't have all the words to articulate it yet, but I really want to to bring that home to you because when we realize and we're encouraged and we're given courage um, to trust God and to know beyond a shadow of a doubt, no matter what anybody else says, no matter what social media is telling you, no matter what the world is telling you, even what the church is telling you, but to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that this work you're doing is absolutely essential. Um, And it is of, of great importance before the Lord and nobody has to know about it. Like, It doesn't have to be shouted from the mountaintops. We can do this, our duties faithfully at home before the Lord. And what a sweet, sweet grace to be able to do that. Um, I can tell you that from from experience and from, um, from just how it's impacted me as a woman and and how it's impacting me even in this season of life as I have realized how much I love cooking for people, how much I love creating um, opportunities for relationships um, and for people to connect on in a very organic way. So I create the environment and then I let God do his work. Um, and, and it's just something that I love and enjoy. And I realize how much I've loved that and enjoyed that over the years. And it's really what I was doing at home with the kids is creating an environment where um, it gave them opportunities to connect and to build relationships. Um, and and so that's something that I just love and enjoy. And it's something that um, was sort of a craft that was um, honed in on as I, you know, kept my hand to the plow with no accolades and nobody giving me, you know, it, it wasn't on social media or anything like that. It was me and the Lord and my husband and my kids. Beautiful place to be. 
And now I'm pulling, God is helping me pull that into this season and um, helping me realize that that's a gift that I can use in our little church community, in our church plant that we go to, that that's one of my giftings. And so that's what I'm to plug into that church community to help bring people together and to help make it feel like more of a community. We as women have this amazing capacity um, for relationships and nurturing. And um, I just want to encourage you all in that um, particular role because it's a very solidly biblical role. And I know that many of you haven't had moms maybe who taught you that or who encouraged that. Maybe you've never been around anybody who who has really seen that as important. But I'm telling you, it is important. I had a mom who did actually example that to me. And so as a mentoring mom, I want to example that to you and I want to articulate that to you and communicate that to you so that hopefully you can grow in that role as well. Because if God has appointed us um, this biblical role, and this is what he's called us to, he is, he is going to bless our efforts to walk in that role and to learn. Um, and that's our job, right? We're to keep learning. What does it look like to glorify the Lord in the roles and the positions and the influence that he has given me? So um, I hope that's all an encouragement to you. I hope you'll continue to join the podcast. I hope you will share it with your friends. Um, if you have a chance to leave a review, that's a really great way for uh, what happens is the, the whole platform system will push it out to new people if I'm getting reviews. So I don't care about the reviews for myself. Um, I would just love for this message to be getting out to more and more and more moms, especially since there's so many moms who are now homeschooling, who never anticipated that they would homeschool. And our culture just really drives home that, you know, being at home is a waste of time. And, and it's just, it's such a crock of baloney, you guys. I can't even emphasize that enough. It's a lie. It's it's a total flat out lie. So um, you might even know that, but you might not know what does it look like to walk in, um, in the truth when it comes to our roles at home. And so I'm hoping to bring that to you. I'm hoping to bring that to more moms. And so if you'll even just one sentence say, I really love this podcast or whatever, just a sentence, that's, that's plenty. You don't need to spend a bunch of time on it. I would never expect you to do that. So if you feel led and you have time, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave that there. So I'm going to close for today. Um, this actually went a little longer than I expected, but I wanted to just spend this time sharing my heart with you, being real with you, um, letting you know that um, every time I'm here, every time I'm talking into this microphone, I am thinking about you on the other end. I am thinking about you and me sitting on the porch or in my living room over a cup of coffee and what um, God is laying on my heart that I I think is important for you to know and to hear. So I hope you'll continue to join me. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm going to just close in a word of prayer. Lord, thank you so much for your goodness to us. Thank you for this time together. Thank you for the opportunity um, for me to share my heart, Lord, that these moms understand that um, I, am, I am at heart a mother, first and foremost. I speak into the microphone. I sometimes speak at conferences. 
I write things down and sometimes they get published. But at the end of the day, my greatest investment is in my husband and my children and my grandchildren. And it will continue to be that um, until the day I die. And so as I walk that out in this new season, I pray for wisdom that you would give me just clarity of heart and mind to know what um, the moms who are listening here need to hear, God, because only you know that. I can't figure that out. I can't predict that. I can't, um, you know, in my own intelligence, it's, it's, it falls flat. I need the leading of the Holy Spirit, and each mom out there needs that as well. So I pray that this podcast would be such a wonderful connecting time for each and every mom who listens. If she doesn't have a mentoring mom in her life, I pray that somehow you would use me to be that mentoring mom, Lord, because um, I know that I needed that as a mom um, back in the day through all those years and um And so I just pray that somehow you would use what I have to say and that you would bless the hearts of the moms who are listening. So I pray that each one would feel loved and that every time they listen to the podcast, they would feel like they got a big hug from you. And so thank you for your goodness to us, God. We are here because of you. We are grateful for your grace and your mercy that you pour over our lives. Thank you for this this amazing opportunity you've given us to raise up the next generation. May we be found faithful to glorify you in all of it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.